handle the truth. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. We're back! Welcome back. Thank you so much. This is part two. We're so excited. We have so much to talk about with Rod Babers that we had to make two episodes out of our conversation. I'm Rocky. I'm Megan. I'm Hannah. I'm Rod Babers. Welcome to Fire the Cannon. And we're talking a little bit more about what to expect from Rice and how we should react as Texas fans, y'all. You ready for it? Because we're fire the cannon. All right. So we, we've covered the pain of Arkansas. We've covered <laughs> the fallout from Fayetteville. We've covered, Jesus Christ, how much it hurts to be a Longhorn. I love being a Longhorn. Let's go ahead and look ahead. Let's talk about Rice, y'all. Oh, man. 23-point favorites. I think this is, a, yeah, 23-point favorites. This oh. is a, a game to make adjustments if we're going to do it at any. I wish it wasn't that big. That's a big line. Texas will cover and then some. If they don't come out with a boulder on their shoulder to prove that they are not what they showed in Arkansas, then go ahead and put me down for a two and ten team. But if (laughs) (laughs) no, they come out with some fight on which they should they should come out fighting. So Rod, let me ask you that. that. We we've got a rice team that's come in as a typical rice team does. We're expected to win by a lot. What are your thoughts? What are the keys? Oh. Where are the adjustments that we need to make from Arkansas looking to Rice? And what are the keys to winning this Rice game and moving forward going into Big 12 play? I know. A lot of transitive property here because I know, obviously, with them playing Arkansas what, two weeks ago, they were tied with Arkansas in the fourth quarter. They were able to throw the ball in Arkansas. Right. Splendid. Absolutely. Oh, God, don't say that, but you're right. But I'm not wrong. Absolutely, they did. Yeah, they definitely did. Uh, Way better, actually. (laughs) Not a joke. They were competitive. Yeah. And now they're going to probably think they can be competitive with Texas. So they'll come in with. And they should. Yeah, they'll come in with belief and faith that, hey, we can play with Texas. They should. So I think it's going to be important, something you didn't do versus Arkansas, get get off to a good start, especially with your new quarterback. All right. Now he's not new, but with a new starting quarterback for this season, fast First start. First time starting quarterback. Right. Damn, you're right. Casey yeah. has never started. Casey has never started. Before. He's played, yeah, but never started. Fast start. And I know that Rice doesn't have a dominant defensive front or anything, but if you can just get the offensive line some confidence, they need it. You have to do it against a really, really soft Rice defensive line. <laughs> rivalry matchup at 11 a.m. They need a clean game. They haven't had a clean game yet, and they're starting to feel really oh. bad about themselves after Louisiana and after Arkansas. So they need confidence. O-line needs it bad. So that would be my two. I'd be concerned about the O-line and a fast start. I think you get a fast start. I think everything's Should there be a there. different lineup than the last game? Man, Deep breath sigh. That's a heavy. For those of y'all listening at home, that was a deep breath sigh and heavy pause it was so <laughs> contemplative i just don't i just don't if, if sark sark says he's not going to shuffle reshuffle the o-line he's going to stick with the group that he's got and they're just going to plow ahead and be steadfast and work harder 
I am just a little concerned because I remember Tom Herman saying something very similar last year and everybody kept saying, hey, you should probably think about playing that young Jake Majors a little bit, getting him some reps. Maybe it'd work out for him. Tom Herman was like, nah, we're good. Okay, okay. And then Tom, Andre, Andre, Gar- yeah. yeah, same thing. Yes. So at the end of the year, Tom Herman gives up hope on the team. They play the young offensive lineman and it's the best the offensive line looks all oh, the entire yeah. year. Okay. I'm worried that Sark's making a similar mistake. And that is fair. That is fair. That, look, I think Texas fans fairly and understandably are suffering from battered fan syndrome. I know that's not PC to say, but it is what it is. We've suffered through this shit through the end of Mac Brown. Mm-hmm. We suffered through Charlie. it with Charlie. We suffered through it with Tom. And now, my God, we were told we had this holy savior in <laughs> Sark and it's not playing out that way, but it he, will. So, okay. <laughs> the best of us, we can have the faith, but we still have a little bit of PTSD. Yes, There's no question, right? Oh, I have a lot of bit of PTSD. What? A lot of it. Yes, a lot but, of it. Yep. What I will argue is what we talked about earlier. I think it is probably a good idea to swap out some people on the O-line. You have to tweak it at least a little bit, y'all. I mean, come on. But, but I will say that I don't want to change everything at once. Let's start Casey and see what he does. But here's what I'm looking for from Sark and Co. In the Rice game. Because again, this is the game that we can afford to do this. Let's change our quarterback. Let's see what's happening. In the first quarter, (laughs) if we're not seeing the proper defense like oh. our O-line stepping up the way we need to. Versus Rice. Oh, man. That's- I would argue that we're not changing it all at once because they <laughs> practice together in multiple situations like all the time. Casey is- and, and Hudson both start with the ones and the twos. So, I mean, it's not like you're t- doing some big Houdini move, you know? But again, fuck starting with the ones and twos. I want to see what they do in real game time. So if in the first quarter, and the same line and we're not getting the results we want, then switch out the O-line because this is the game to do it. it is. This is the game to make tweaks, right? That's, yeah. that's my Before thought. Big 12 play. Right. You're going to need to. I just don't know how much you – yes, I agree completely. Look and see what's working. But if you went on the road in a hostile oh. environment at Arkansas and laid a f- egg, and then you're going to come home to a babying environment against Rice, and then really – you're going to play next week. You might play tech and roll them. They survived at home against SFA. So that is, that's not a gauge any more than playing rice right now. Mm-hmm. So the, the, my problem is like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to come back to trusting what Sark evaluated. And if he said it was a tight match, the hardest decision he ever had to make all the coach speak he gave us. And they were I'm neck just and neck. I'm so freaking tired of coach speak. Um, <laughs> we coach all are. Yeah. And they have to do it, right? Have to do it. He went with the Hudson card for all the reasons he decided to. I trusted him, and that's fine. And Hudson card balled out against Louisiana, which came back with a – Did he ball out? I think he's going to be fine. Yes. He did was- ball out. Yeah, yeah. His quarterback rating was like 91-something. Statistically – on the power focus, whatever, whatever. He, For football focus. Thank you. Yeah, they, they did. They said he, yeah. Top 25 and defense who returned a 10 of 11 starters. Yes, he did yeah. do well. 
Not that you would go anoint him the next Vince Young or Colt McCoy. However, he was more than serviceable. (laughs) And he proved at that point he was deserving of the starting job. At that point, everybody around the country was talking about Hudson Card. However, when the lights came on in a more hostile environment Mm. and the defense was more strategic, more twists and stunts and blah, 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 and he wasn't reading things and then his guys were wide open, he couldn't help them out. It wasn't his day. One thing, and we talked about this last week in the podcast, right? We don't want him to put C in a hostile environment and then pull him too quickly without giving him an opportunity to overcome some adversity. We understood if he gave him a chance to overcome some adversity and challenge him on the road and see what he was made of and prepare him for Big 12 conference play. We talked about this last week. We would understand if things got rough and he kept him in a little longer than we wanted. However, he kept Hudson Card in way Way longer. And and he said he would play Casey. So we would have understood if he gave Casey a chance. Okay, gut check right now. Gut check. Hannah, when would you put... When would you put Casey in against Arkansas? In that game, when would you have said Casey's in the next mm, game? I, I might have let Hudson take, like, the first drive of the second half. And then depending on what happened there, like, made the decision. Or just started Casey immediately, like, at the beginning of the second half. Right. I think at the latest, it would have been, like, after maybe one drive. But oh. it would have been early third quarter. Okay, Rocky, how about you? Mid-second quarter, about the third or fourth drive. I was like, this is not working for Hudson. And because you said Casey was going to play, let's give him a chance. Yeah. So so that's my answer, too. To me, it was eight minutes Mm -hmm. in the second quarter. Hudson clearly wasn't getting it done. He had happy feet. He was missing wide-open guys. He was throwing wounded ducks the whole time. To me, that's where you make the change. I think it would have been a different ball game. All right, Rod, we're going to ask you, my dude. What do you think? When would you have made the change? Or would you have made the change? No, I definitely would have made the change. I think halftime is probably the time to do it. I mean, I'd have sat down with Hudson and told him, hey, man, uh, nothing against, you know, obviously your performance. You're great. Still a competition, but we need to go with another option. Try to give ourselves a little life, a little energy, a little juice. It's not working, and we'll revisit this whole competition after the game. But right now, we're going to let Casey see if he can jumpstart the offense. And I'm sure Hudson Carr would have probably been like, all right, I get it. I got to at that point, like, the game had gotten, like I said, bigger than than he could handle. Uh, For for Hudson Card, for sure, yeah. And I think he would have been, like, it would have been a reprieve for him to come out. Yeah, I think it would. But I think for him, it would have been a relief. And I, and I, yeah, it wouldn't have been like a negative thing necessarily. That's one of the things I hear a lot. Oh, you're going to destroy a young quarterback's confidence. I'm like, no, fuck that. When you're over three quarters of the way done through a football game and he's getting curb stomped. Yeah. To me, that's more damage than pulling him after a half and saying, hey, look. It's not working. You got a higher (laughs) ceiling, but this shit ain't working. working. We're going to give you a break and put the guy in that stays ready. Yeah, that's, that's what Sark said. Didn't he say, I was like, I'll let him take a breath. Did he describe that with Hudson Gray? Like, I'm going to let him too late. take a breath he or whatever. It, was, it, it, it was too little, too late. In my opinion, at that point, it was unfair 
to Casey that Casey wasn't going in there to win the game. No, he was. No, he he did mop up duty like with yeah. The only thing Casey could have won going in there down by 20, 30 something. Yeah, on the road. I think Casey wasn't going out there to win the game. He's going out there to win the starting job. And I think that's what he tried to do. And I think he did it. And well, he did it. He he did it. My argument would be that you don't pull your freshman quarterback. When you're down by three scores, I don't care what fucking quarter it is. You're down by three scores. He clearly is not getting it done. What your coach has told you is, Hey, I'm not, as a head coach, I can't be worried about transfers. I can't be worried about people leaving. I need to be worried about putting a guy in that can win the game. I don't feel that Sark did that until too late in the game. Yeah. I mean, I think the players in the locker room, I'm sure they probably have some feelings about that. I'm going to have feelings when Mac would wait too late to put in major. Yeah, whether it be a Big 12 title game or Holiday Bowl, which he learned, by the way. Holiday Bowl, he He, put him in earlier. But he learned and he adjusted. He learned and he adjusted. He waited too late in the Big 12 title game, but he He got it right in the Holiday Bowl. Do you think that, from what I could see, the players ball out for Casey? They actually caught the ball. I don't think he threw it to them. I don't think they're there with card yet. What was your opinion? Yeah, I I mean, that's – I would say it does look different, but our our – our perception could be flawed. You know, I mean, it, it is, there is a difference in going into the game in different parts. I mean, I'm not saying that Arkansas was playing previous defense the whole time, uh, but they definitely weren't defending the run that's as, you know what I mean? As, right. as, as fervently as they were earlier in the game. So I think that's part of it, but Casey, there's no question. The offensive line looks different, but I think that's his style of play. I think he is just a different style of player than Hudson Card. That style of play fits yeah. the players. I think Hudson Card has a higher ceiling, no question. But I think Casey Thompson gets this team. He gets these players. He understands the situation. And I think he gets more out of the players that we have right now than Hudson Card does at this point in his career. I think Hudson Carr is going to be an incredible quarterback for the University of Texas. We hope so. I, I think he will be. We I think he'll develop into that. But as a freshman, you just don't have the time with the team that Casey, who has played with these guys for four years, he's a junior, yes, but you've got your COVID year and Things are backed up. AC is right now the more decisive quarterback. Like he can, and, and we need his mobility. That's basically what we need right now because our offensive line is is questionable at best. And so we need a guy that's more mobile. And Casey's that guy. I mean, he's he's quicker and faster than Sam Ellinger. Agreed. Agreed. And he's a, and he's more decisive about it too. So I mean, like he can rush easily for like you know seventy to hundred yards a game potentially, but. We need that because it's not working otherwise. Like if, if we had a great offensive line, like Hudson Card is the prime dude, but we don't. So Agreed. let's break it down for Rice. Just in three simple terms, Rod, what are your keys to the game? Three simple terms. One, two, three. What do you say? Keys to the game to winning Rice. Fast start. Um, line play. Both lines, right? 
Yeah, trenches, just trench yep. warfare. Fair enough. And honestly, the truth is, I don't know if the defensive backs will be tested, so I'll save that one. You need your wide receivers to have a good game. What the hell's going on with the White House? Other than Jordan Whittington. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and, but obviously he had his struggles versus Arkansas. But, man, Joshua Moore has been a non-factor. Uh, I do like Xavier Worthy, but he's still just a freshman. I think the wide receivers need a big game, too, a okay. breakout game. Okay, but I'm going to argue that because I thought they put – the wide receivers put themselves in a position, from what I saw in person, they put themselves in a position to be ready and open. But where we were at as a team – the schematics were right. The quarterback play wasn't quite there. It could, as I said, that could, have, that could easily affect the so connection I, of wide receivers. I don't want to see anything changed as far as that. I want to see the same play calls. I want to see a quarterback that is in a position and in a mindset to make smarter, faster, quicker decisions and yep. making those throws, making those plays. If he has to run it, fucking run it. If he's going to See the field, see the field, see who's open, anticipate, know exactly where my player is mm-hmm. supposed to be and throw the ball. Or you know what? Take an open field and run. That's what I want to see. That's what you're going to need. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So, all right. We've got some rapid fire questions, y'all. We've we've spoken Ooh. a lot. We like to go rapid fire that way. Don't think, just feel. Tell me what your answer is. Oh, man. Rod, <laughs> after week one, is your team going to the Super Bowl? No. Hell no. <laughs> okay, but define the Texans. Are you talking about? Thank you, thank you, thank I'm, you. A, I'm a well, Texans fan, so hell no, means hell, yeah. but you won. Oh god, that's I, bad. They need to lose. I guess they're trying to tank. Okay, to be fair, trying to lose to get the first pick. To be fair, it was against Urban Meyer, who's trying to quit. Yeah, he might take the USC job. How about that? Shoot, yeah, that's open. Megan, is your team going to the Super Bowl? Which one? Ly- Which uh, one? Lions? Oh hell no! Yeah. <laughs> hey, oh sure, hell no! No, we're gonna we're gonna say my Texans, one hundred percent owned Jacksonville. We're going to the Super Bowl, baby! <laughs> no, no, but let's be super clear. Absolutely not. We're gonna be one in fucking fifteen. That's the That's end of the discussion. That's true. That's true. It better be. The follow up with my Lions is that Dan Campbell. We played really well. In the uh, they're gonna play quarter. hard though with Dan Campbell. You know that. Uh, no, what we're gonna do? They play hard. Is play they're well in the fourth quarter the <laughs> when we're down by three scores. Yeah, <laughs> they should make shirts that say "Lions." Too little, too late. <laughs> the NFL means nothing to my soul because I have been burned too many times. So this is why I love college ball. I'm a Texans and a Lions fan. I am impervious to pain. The oh, answer yeah. is no. So my Titans got their. Ooh, y'all got your asses kicked too. We got <laughs> we got lit, lit the fuck uh, up by Colin Murray by an NFL player who is shorter than me. And <laughs> you know what? All prop, all no. all nothing but respect. I I, I as a whatever they whipped y'all kyler murray whipped us he did single-handedly and him and aggie because christian scored well two touchdowns. now jones their defensive blo- i don't even remember five it was sacks. Lineman, yeah mm. five of the six sacks was just jones Chandler jones i stomached watching that game live and it was horrific and my titans are going to the super bowl <laughs> no. so don't don't no worry shot. about it don't worry about it. We're going to Super Bowl. This, this is where I appreciate being a college football fan because typically 
I'm driving home on the Sundays that I'm supposed to be watching my NFL team. That is true. So I have a valid well, excuse not to watch and suffer through the misery. I say, yeah, your team of being is a so Texans bad. and Lions. It fan. doesn't even matter. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> Listen, you played for the Lions, and you're I saying did. the same thing. Okay. <laughs> All right, next question: oh, Rapid terrible. Fire. Rapid Fire. This year, Texas Longhorns, new coach, new staff, Ooh. new culture, new system, everything new. How many full seasons do you give the coach before you fire him if he doesn't win a championship? Wow. <laughs> four at Texas. You get four? four? Oh, that's four that's years. generous. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Exactly. Generous and kind. How many you get four? He's going four. CDC likes them. You'll get four. Do you give them another billion dollar raise after they haven't won a championship? Jimbo <laughs> Fisher. <laughs> hey man, that was I, I support that move by the way. Oh, Aggies. I have no problem with them overpaying for somebody who was not being hired out. But do you give even more money to someone who hasn't won a championship? I hate to say it. I think you do. I think it was a good move by the Aggies. Think about it. Was anybody trying to hire him away from them? No. No. But Thank- but I will say this. Thank you. If you're an elite coach like Jimbo, you can always look for greener pastures. But think about it. You can always leave for greener pastures. Think about this. How many blue bloods right now are looking for an elite coach? Florida State, Texas, USC, USC, Michigan. Michigan. There's a ton of them. If you're a bona fide championship coach, you really can go to any school and go, think about it, that contract is nothing. Got. I mean, he owns that contract is is guaranteed. Yes, but how so many have really asked can- for Jimbo? None. I think they're just trying to make sure Jimbo doesn't want to leave them. So I think it's a smart move. I, I Aggies, I support the move. Good move. Good move. Uh, waste Lock down your coach. Spend your money. Lock down your coach. You got a good one. Lock him down. Put a yes. ring on it. They put a ring on it with overpaying him for you. And just like every woman, she wants to be upgraded. <laughs> Upgrade yeah, that ring. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Hey, don't you feel better? You feel yes. better? Yes, okay. You can <laughs> me. All right. We got a question from our dude, CB, who you dubbed oh, my man, CB, CB back yeah. in the day. So CB asks us, we've got a quarterback controversy. Is that fair to say? Between number 11 and number one. Yeah. The last time we saw this was between Sims and Applewhite, okay. number one and number 11. <laughs> now we've got one between Casey Thompson and Hudson Card. Mm-hmm. All right, so, Rod, you got to give us your take. Who's your QB going through the rest of the season? Who's your QB one? Just I got to pick one of them for one. the rest of the year. One rest of the year. Oh, you ride or die? Because, man, the, we've been riding. The rest of this year is going to be Casey. I know. it's Yeah, it's Casey. Because I just don't anticipate the offensive line improving drastically throughout the rest of the year. I think they'll get better. But they're not going to make some, right. you know, some drastic overnight improvement where they become elite overnight. So because of that, you just need a quarterback who can keep plays alive. I, I've got to agree with just that. The change, I've man. got to agree with that. Feel bad with the line that we no, but no, that's honest. Yeah, well, just like because I, I know Hudson Card's a good got. quarterback, but it, it's one of those things where it's like Hudson. That one bad performance now is going to haunt that young man. No, but here's the thing. Unfortunately, it he's, is. He's young enough to recover. I know he is, but if if Casey plays well, he may not recover here. Casey's a junior. I know. Casey's a junior who doesn't have to go to school anymore. You realize he graduated already. Yes, he's He's about to focus on only football. There's a chance Casey Thompson plays really well, and and basically you don't hear from Hudson Card again. That's a fair point. What I foresee. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. That's a great thing for him, but I'm just saying he might end up (laughs) transferring, but I I know how those things happen. Like, life comes at you fast, and the narrative changes quickly. He was the starting quarterback at Texas at the start of 2021, and now – He's not, and it's literally two games. Listen, in. to that's, me, that's so. being too fragile. 
No, no, I'm not saying it. I'm not. I'm no, no. I'm not. It, it, it's life. It just happens. But I'm saying I feel empathy for the young man. That's all. Bless you. And all the schools who would love to have Hudson Card as their starting QB. Or Casey Thompson as their starting QB. I know, QB. but I'm saying. All right. Next question. If you were a high school senior, five-star O-lineman, would you come to Texas? <laughs> five-star O-lineman? Oh, five-star yeah. O-lineman. Coach Flood yeah. is recruiting you. We know Coach Flood ripped Austin Hart's open when he mm. took Brocker Myers out of Austin and took them to Alabama. Bama. Flood can recruit five-star O-linemen from anywhere in the country. Okay. He did it at Alabama. However, you're going to now take that to Texas, but you know, mm. if you're a five-star O-lineman, you are going to play on August 29th or whatever the game is next year. If you're a five-star O-lineman senior in high school, would you come to Texas? Oh, I would think about it, but I probably would not oh why because i want to go to the nfl and texas doesn't develop five stars into NFL flood does really good. yeah but texas does it so you mm. got one entity that does it and one entity that connor doesn't. williams sitting in the nfl but that's just one <laughs> well, connor williams think about, okay how about this stat for you about the texas o-line mm-hmm. texas has not developed a blue chip offensive lineman right into an nfl draft pick since justin blaylock Oh, that is painful. That's painful. So what does blue chip mean? Four and five star. Mm -hmm. So Connor Williams was a three star. Right. Um, uh, Kaufman was a three star. Right. Uh, Tony Hills was a tight end that they converted. So if you were a blue chip offensive lineman, why would you come to Texas? Because they haven't developed any of them into an NFL draft pick since Justin Blaylock. Anybody have any that, idea how that, long ago that, that guy that was hurts being recruited? Would you take Coach Flood's record of developing I get, O-linemen? Listen, I think he's great, but you got Major Applewhite once told me when you sign the scholarship, it's a 40-year decision, not a four-year decision. Yeah, that's a fair point. I got to study it's, history, and the history says that Texas is that, te- that Kyle Flood won't even be here in two years. But do you think the history of offensive line coaches oh, at Texas says he won't even be here in three years? I'm just I'm t- I study history because be the best coach. indicator of human behavior and future behavior and future events is to study history. And the history of Texas says that your oh, line coach will probably oh, be gone bef- in two years, right? Oh Lord, yeah, Don't you're not wrong. Until Oprah's had you're three offensive wrong. line coaches, he's been there six years. Yep. Your question, no. I would go. I would go elsewhere. All right. We we have another question from Twitter, and I'm sorry, I cannot find the Twitter handle that brought this up, but I will ask the question. Shout out. (laughs) Don't be mad. When are you going to get your T ring? Okay. <laughs> yes, congratulations. We, we congratulations. had to bring it up. You got your degree. No, you it is. Back to Texas. And you got your degree and you. Why do you want me to get it? So she's been on me. She's like, you need to go get a T ring. And I'm never going to wear it. I'm just going to get it. No, what? No, if What's you won't wear it. it. No, if you won't I'm wear it, please it. get it in a size seven and I will buy it. <laughs> because, oh my goodness, the most amazing <laughs> thing that I will never have because I coached at UT, but in a mural. I did not play D1 sports uh, for the university. The T ring is just elite. Like to be able to have one is just insane. Please, 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 please get your T ring and wear it proudly because I will. Elite. I'll do it for the fans. <laughs> Put in the work, my friend. You put I in did. the work. 
And I was so, but I'm so irresponsible. I, I, no, no, no. I I'm ahead. so mad I lost it when I did, and I just feel bad. But I, I need to talk to Ricky Brown. You can order Ricky a Brown's replacement, say it was, quote, stolen, and get your replacement in size seven because your finger shrunk since you ordered it last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that Listen, T ring. All we ask, all we ask is that when you get your T ring, that you. At least post a picture with us. No, I will. Please. I will definitely do it's it. It's our fault that you. It's been like a running ring. joke now for like eight years. Okay. The <laughs> but, well, the no, it is. It's legit. The T ring is. It's. It's a really classy, cool. Thing. I used to wear it all the time. That's why I lost it because I wore it every day. Mm. Well, that's the question from the fans. They're wanting to. Know. Oh no, people are invested in me be wearing the T ring. It is. It's pretty cool, and I take it. <laughs> and that's the that beauty, and also the downside of being a Texas player, right? Oh and man! And then you have people invested people in invested. really silly shit. Oh no! Yeah, no, like the, the <laughs> color of the, the color of the we detail are, and we stuff. Are, we are dark. Yeah, Lower fans. are passionate, and I actually appreciate them more now that I'm older. Longhorn players don't know what the fans go through when they go to these hostile environments, the rules of engagement. I learned that now that I talk <laughs> to fans. Like, oh no, I went there and I had a fight with some a-ho, and I'm like, you had a fight. Oh yeah, I fought some damn uh, you know Aggie or some Arkansas fan. I'm like, you you actually had a physical fight going Wait to see hear Megan's story. Yeah, yeah. And people, I mean, this is just a regular thing for Longhorn fans. Like, no, no, I will do whatever it takes to support my team. Look, I appreciate it more and more every day. Look, I I'm not. You are more a Longhorn than I will ever be because you literally <laughs> step foot on the field. And you contributed to the team that I am super passionate about. No Still question. family. But like, to be fair, I have been a fan. And this shit has been part of my blood from, for, from birth. For longer than I've been a fan. Or for longer of the than you knew what Texas was, oh, right? No like, doubt. To be fair. Like, that's the truth. Because yeah. you're a baby. That's the truth. No, <laughs> no, no. Look, but I didn't get in. I probably even come up. I mean, I probably didn't become a fan of Texas football since I was like 17 or 18. Right. So Rod and I yeah. are the same age. Let's be clear about yeah. that. Like we we live in the same world, the same. We wake up and getting out of bed is painful because we're old as fuck. There's no true. question. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Bad but like, and, and you contributed more as a human, as a person, you step foot on the field you made plays we were cheering for you you're our dude there's no Man. question you're you're more of a longhorn than i will ever be it takes a village but i will say like I put in my fair dues. Oh, oh hell man. yeah. No, Megan. Oh, you should. No, <laughs> I you do. I, I couldn't name anyone who's put in their dues. You put in yeah, work. I, as an alumni slash fan. I agree I've with that. I've fought. I've fought. Look, I've. You own Longhorns for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> look, and, and any, Texas, any Texas players that want incredible photo opportunities with some actual Longhorns, you let me know. Yeah. But. but yeah, like I've I've put in that work. I I feel. But it matters to you. Uh, yeah, it's, but it's a priority. And it's your... ridiculous, though, Rod. Let's be clear. It's ridiculous. Like I'm the person that invests too much of my energy into the outcome of Man, a game. It's a it's a lot that of it's... eighteen through twenty three year olds play. It's a ton of y'all out there, there <laughs> right? man. That's what I love right, about it. Right. Yeah, but look, I I feel like I'm one of the more laid back people but i'm invested as fuck right so i want to be there and i want to support him and i want to have a voice with it and i want to be connected but ultimately 
these kids are out to do what they want to do. They're out to do what they need to do for themselves. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm going to support them no matter what. But let's be clear. You've got, at the drop of a hat, as a Longhorn player, at the drop of a hat, you have got literally tens of thousands of people. Oh, no question. You've got legions of minions behind you, yeah. my friends. You have support. No, Use that. that. Yeah. Use that and own that and, yeah. and, and support that. That's the beautiful. That's the family. That's the yeah. beautiful thing about the family. So let's wrap up. Thank you, RB Rod Babers, Thank for you. joining Our us. Our dude. Thank I'll just it. say DBU. That's easier. Shout out. Um, thank you for joining us. Thank you for committing your time and your thoughts and your heart to this conversation because we are passionate. You're passionate. You represent the orange. We're doing our best to represent the burn orange. Oh, you girls are doing, you ladies are doing a great job. Thank great you. Job. All right. So we'll wrap it up. Let's just, what, what message would you say? And this, let's just go ahead and take a second. Let's like, there is a lot of fans, like I was talking about earlier, who don't know, should they just go ahead and draw, throw themselves into the pool and say, well, this is how I go. <laughs> Sarkeesian and staff are in charge. I feel confident that they're yeah. qualified and they have the resumes behind them that I would trust that these are growing pains. Mm. Where are you in that? And now that we've seen the product after Arkansas, <laughs> adjust your season prediction for wins losses. Oh no. Let's adjust. Oh, let's look at what's actually against good road competition and adjust our win loss prediction. Mm. And then tell me, should we go all in on Sark? Is it all gas, no brakes? Uh, we we don't know if we should go all in on Sark just yet. We don't know. We, we don't know, right? We don't Ooh. know. No, just, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we don't, that's fair. Just be honest. We, this, we don't know. We are, no. It's just about faith in Sark. We have faith in Sark. Faith is you don't have evidence. We, we have faith, but not blind. However, faith belief. without works is dead. Right. Exactly. <laughs> So my point is, this is, this is, this is about, do we have faith in, sorry, we have faith in CDC uh, that the leadership are going to make the right decision, all right? Baseball and sometimes winning. your faith can wane, right? Uh, right? You can have you can have a crisis of faith, like, <laughs> it, I don't know. It, it did after and I think that's like what, Yes, that's what I'm saying. I think that right now, Longhorn fans are just, you know, a little... Um, you know, crisis of faith We're a little struggling. bit about whether Sark is going to be the guy, but Ultimately, praise, praise the Lord, brother Rod. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna get like too <laughs> religious, but I think I think ultimately it's about like us as a collective fan base, right? Supporting Sark, and I'm gonna support Sark. Like I, I mean, yeah, I'm yep. I'm gonna support him. I'm also gonna keep it real. When I see something I don't like, or I see a support product, I'm gonna keep do. it real. Yep. And I think Lohan fans will too. For Sark, as long as he's evolving and learning and adapting and adjusting real time. I got no problem. I won't. I won't keep bringing up old stuff about the. If he's improving every game, I won't keep bringing up the Arkansas game. There won't be any need to. Right. But if the same issues continue to persist throughout the season and the the, the problems are never solved, you're not going to earn my faith. Sorry, because faith without works is dead. Oh, so yeah. I'm going to need you not to. I'm going to need you to have yes. a better in game feel at the end of the third quarter to change your quarterback. Like he listen. Mm. He needs to get better. He has to improve. The players, yes, the old line's got to get better. Yes, quarterbacks got to improve. All the wide receivers, yeah. But by the way, the coaches need to get better. That game plan was not 
a good game plan. It was awful. He knows Barry Odom very well, coached against him with Arkansas. You would think that he did not watch the Alabama game where he was the OC versus Arkansas two years ago based on the game plan. You realize he came into the press conference and said, yeah, Arkansas came out in a three, uh, four-man front against Rice. They played a three-man front against us. He actually said that as like a reason that they were confused. And okay, I'm thinking, well then that so you didn't watch drive. film from two years ago? So you where were they... ready for both is what you're saying. So I think that's just what the coach speaks. He's just saying things because he's a little panicked. He gets better. The program gets better. I think he's 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 different than Tom Herman, meaning he is looking introspectively to improve as a coach. Oh, wait, when so Tom Herman no did not dust? do that. There's no fairy dust? There no, is no fairy dust. Fairy there dust. is none of that. It don't it doesn't exist. We wish it, we wish it was real. That's fair. If it was. That's fair. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. It's it's if we still we're still in this, we're in this together. It's still a, you know, this is a process for all Longhorn fans. And this program, guys, it's it's gonna be a work in progress. This is not the last time they're gonna struggle this year. Sorry to tell you. Yeah, fair they, enough. What? We thought we were going eleven and one. They're gonna struggle again. On this that year. note, yeah. on that it's note, all, it's all good. After after a one on one start against a what has not been proven to be a good Arkansas team, what's your prediction for the outcome for the season for Texas? I got, I still got nine and three. I'm still going nine and you three. You still have right. nine and three. Who I like you, it. Oh, Rocky, okay. Rocky, who do what's you your have that, The losses now? Who do you have are the, the next two losses? OU, Iowa State. Yeah. I picked us to lose to OU, Iowa State before yeah. the season and a third loss. Now I have us with a fourth loss. I have us as eight and four. And I, again, would say we're not going to get past TCU or West, West Virginia or both. So I would say eight and four, maybe even seven and five. That's where I have us now until, well, I said, I said we would have three to four losses before the season. But you didn't anticipate any of the losses being I thought we would win at Arkansas. Okay, you thought yeah. we'd be three and zero after I, would, I I predicted us on the podcast to have at least three non at least three conference losses before the season. Now we're gonna have four losses. Okay. <laughs> All right, Megan. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna adjust my expectations, but okay. I'm still gonna be a bottle of goddamn sunshine here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say we're gonna be ten and two. Ooh, what? I'm gonna ah. say ten and two. Okay. Look, and you know what? I don't think it's gonna be. We've lost against Arkansas. We we've got that stain on our record and that pain in our hearts. Listen, we were there, players. It is pain in our goddamn hearts. But I'm going to say the second loss comes against. Oh, don't be mad at me here, TCU. Yeah, Yeah. I think we lose to TCU. I think we beat we we beat Oklahoma and Iowa State and Iowa State. Iowa State showed their flaws against Iowa this week. They do that every year. We. Look, I would say losers at the beginning of the year every year. And look, at the end of the year, they're way better. Look, team. and we yes. we play some look, weird shit happens in names at night, but nobody's determined when the game is being played in names. But I will say this: Texas will figure it out. Brock Purdy has shown the jinx in his armor. I don't think there's any question that they're beatable. Yeah, I hear that. They're and beatable. I think Texas they beat them last year. And Texas matches up well against Iowa State. They do match up well versus Iowa State. I think versus Oklahoma, we match up pretty well. But I think there's that passion of the rivalry. Mm. And I think that's going to be ignited after going to Arkansas. These players now have a feel for what it's like to go into a place that absolutely fucking hates you. 
And you're going to own that and live that and sear that into your memory and let that fuel you for the next game. So I think Texas goes in lackadaisical to Fort Worth and Gary Patterson hates Texas with all of his pants khaki <laughs> lifted soul. And, and that is what it is. I think TCU pulls it out against Texas by two points. But I think that's the only game we lose the rest of the year. Wow. Oh, I, I would awesome. love to end the season 10 and 2. However, mm. losing to TCU would be horrific. No doubt. So, no doubt. But to even, but with finishing the season 10 and 2 would put us in the Big 12 championship game. Yeah. Because we would have won, we would have beaten OU and Iowa State. So that would be amazing. All right. Let's wrap it up. Thank you, Rod. Rod Babers. Thank you, ladies, for the invite. We'll just go ahead and say you're the king of DBU. That is not true. King of DBU. No, not true. Not true at all. I am on the regular thing. Not true. Well, I will say you're the king of DBU. Don't worry. If anyone has a problem with it, you tell them Rocky said you were the king of DBU. (laughs) I appreciate it, ladies. Thank Thank y'all for the invite. You know Rod Babers from 1049 The Horn. He's with RBKD every afternoon. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, anytime. I'm Rocky. I'm Megan. I'm Hannah. And I'm Rod. And this is Fire the Cannon.